Welcome to the ABMRS podcast. We're smart, sophisticated, a little silly, and searching for the best that love has to offer. We are all but MRS. What's ABMRS? It's the romantic version of all but dissertation, commonly known in academic circles as ABD that state of limbo between finishing all of your doctoral level courses and writing and defending your dissertation. It's uncomfortable. It's confusing. It's hard to explain to people. And it may feel oddly familiar if you're a woman over 30 who is attractive and accomplished, but still unmarried. When you've done all the fabulous things that the world says you're supposed to do, except find your ideal mate, you're not ABD. You're ABMRS. All but misses. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, good evening to the All But Misses community. We are here doing our first Facebook Live. Oh Everybody say hi. Okay. So we have a very special Maven guest with us this evening. We have the one and only Divine Mother Diva. Yes. In the house with us tonight. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, okay. Miss Andrea Lawful Sanders. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Hi, Facebook. Hey. So, Andrea is our very first Ask a Married mm-hmm. Lady guest. Mm-hmm. So, tonight we are going to be regaled. And uh, we're going to rejoice as she tells us all about her wonderful journey through romance and marriage and all things fabulous. Does that sound about right? All yes. things all fabulous. Right. Okay. Sounds like a fairy tale to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we get to the real conversation, yes, let me go. know. <laughs> so okay. what do you want me to talk about first? Want me to introduce myself? Yes. yes. All right. So good evening, everyone. If you have not had the opportunity to be on any of my social media pages, My name is Andrea Lawful Sanders. I hail from the island of Jamaica. I am the mother of two, well, (laughs) two grown men um, that I call sons. And I am the wife of one very cool nerd. Um, I have lived here for a long time in this country. Uh, Did one of my college degrees here and raised children here and got married here. Couple times. <laughs> I find that relationships are pretty intriguing to me. And for many, many years, as I was going through my process of going through a divorce with young children and asking men, what is it that you're really looking for in women? I, they would answer me very honestly because they realized that I wasn't asking with an ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. And so some of those things stuck in my head. And I began to realize through my own process that Things happen to us, not because people are so bad necessarily, but we invite to us what our energy emits, Mm -hmm. whether we believe it or not, Mm -hmm. right? So unconsciously or subconsciously. And for me, um, it took me a while to realize that I was inviting broken-winged birds Mm -hmm. into my nest because the mother instinct in me was there to try and fix them, patch them up, make them well, put them back together. I told you we were going to have honest conversations because in order for us to... um, (laughs) In 
in order for us to fully um, be open and accepting for the person that eventually finds us that belongs to us, mm. we have to then work on ourselves, mm. right? Mm. So yes. I have to do a lot of introspection on me and would say, I am the common denominator. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I had to go back and look at what I was doing that was drawing, pulling a certain type of man to me. Mm. And once I recognized it, I said, oh, okay. And so I started to operate a little differently. Not to say that that wasn't coming back to me. So I was tested again mm -hmm. by another broken-winged bird. And I said, oh, I see it now. Yes. Chip, 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 chip. Yeah. Going out this yeah. mess. Please stay here. Thank you for playing, though. <laughs> and um, so by the time the man that I would eventually marry came along, you know, it, it worked well. Um, some things were done differently. Like, you know, we dated for five years. Nobody knew who he was. Um, I was talking about this elusive mister on Facebook. Nobody knew. So, you know, <clears throat> um, we would talk about the things that we would do. And people got to the place where they called my mother and said, she's on social media telling people about this man that doesn't exist. Oh, so God. the first thing I would say to you is keep people out your business. Mm -hmm. oh, you can be not, public and be one. private mm -hmm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. I was so ninja with mine. We talked about it this morning. <laughs> okay. Some of my friends who were coming to our wedding in Puerto Rico did not meet my husband until they were at the airport getting on the plane coming to Puerto Rico okay. to our wedding. Okay. Right? Because oftentimes when people see that you have a really decent thing, oh, girl, I don't know if I would date him. Girl, he don't dress right. Girl, he too short. Girl, mm -hmm. he only has two degrees. Mm -hmm. He only has one. He's not driving a Mercedes. What are you talking mm -hmm. about? Like, people always have certain opinions. Mm -hmm. And we have to follow our core values and our, our, and our gut instincts, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that, that sometimes also means keeping family. Mm. out of your stuff mm -hmm. so I mean that's the introduction I mean we could go on for hours but <laughs> that is why um, I'm talking to these young ladies because I've listened to your Jesus <laughs> <laughs> yeah tell them why you're here tell them why you're yes. here with yes. us yes. Why, why? I listened to the us. first podcast of All But Misses, and five minutes in, I clutched every pearl. Ooh. And there was no pearl on my neck. There was no pearl. I was like, oh. So I started texting Isaac, and I said, for real, though? Oh, no. I need to talk to these sisters, right? By the time I got you, so it was Joanna that sent me the second podcast, and I was like, all right, I have an hour to get out to my meeting. And 37 minutes in, I was like, doing this again. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And what I recognize is, while you guys are sitting in it and having the conversation and feeling the frustration, you don't see what your common patches are. Mm -hmm. So my role today is to, like, kind of dissect some of that for you because I want us all to be happy, mm -hmm. right, in whatever stage that means for yeah. us. Um, and that the package that the universe may send your mister in doesn't always match what you have in your head, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because yeah. what the universe will do is send you what matches your heart, mm -hmm. and you want to choose what matches what's in your head. Mm -hmm. Make sense? Mm -hmm. So that's where we are. Mm -hmm. That's where we are. Because Mbaku is in my head right now. Right. Yes, yeah. yeah. honey. Yeah. is in my head. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mbaku right. is in my head, just yeah. sitting me on the throne like. Right. But your your Mbaku is there. Yeah. Because when a man finds you and loves you, he automatically becomes that for you. Mm. you know my that. husband mm. is yes. a gentle soul. And the minute he thinks something is wrong with me, people see a whole other side. It's the mm. most amazing thing to watch. And I mean gentle. I'm the one that's like, Wah! 
like a cat on a hot tin roof, you know, because I'm, 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 I'm overly active. Mm -hmm. But my husband is very quiet, but is incredibly protective. People will say, do you see your wife? And he'll say, I see her. She's way over there. And as long as she's okay, I'm okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The minute I sense that something is off with her, I will find my way over to her. Mm -hmm. He is pretty cool like that. And and that is your yeah. bacha, wherever mm -hmm. he is. Tachalia, you know. You know what? Men have told me that, men who have not dated, have told me that before. Yeah. That when it's time, when your man is ready, he's looking for you, he will find you. Yes, ma'am. And they told me, stop looking. <laughs> stop so always looking for him. Those he is men coming. are absolutely right. Mm. My now husband uh, met me at a conference in 2005. He crashed a conference. This is a well-known story. He crashed an <laughs> educational conference where I was presenting. He had no idea I was presenting. He saw me in the room and kind of wormed his way up to the front, <laughs> you know. He did, literally, because I didn't see him. There were people talking to me. And I remember this this because when he said hello, I did this. I said hi. <laughs> um, okay. And he's like, my name is Mister. No, he told me his real name. Yeah. And he's like, I'm a robotics teacher, and you know, I really enjoyed your story, and I have two sons too, and you know, we'd like to get to know you better. And he said instinctively, he knew that if he pushed me in terms of trying to date me, he wanted to get to know me, mm -hmm. he paid attention to me, mm -hmm. right? So, I, and, I, and I instinctively knew, because I don't usually exchange phone numbers with people. Mm -hmm. Yo, so here's the thing. Get accustomed to knowing when men don't mean you any good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's certain yeah. cold words that they say, mm -hmm. right? Um, and there's certain things that they do that will no tell you. Yeah, let me yeah. Start yeah. Start yeah. Yeah. get the code word. Go back to Lloyd. We're going to run it back. So we and, 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 there, and there's, and, and there's yeah. certain yeah. things that they will do. Because a man that is into you will always honor you. Mm -hmm. yeah. A man that is not into you will tell you everything that he thinks you want to hear. Mm -hmm. So he can get the cookies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm not talking about Nabisco. <laughs> okay. Hello. Right. So you have to learn how to figure out what that means. And so for my now husband, um, he talked to me twice a year for five years. Hmm. He would text me every six months, how are you doing? Because he knew I was no, busy. No, I was. No. I was. No, that's another. No. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Please, please go on. No. Yes. <laughs> Keep going. I was raising children um, who were still in school. I was running for school board. I won that election, so he knew that I was busy doing that. Mm -hmm. I had a brand new business, and so he would, you know, and then I was getting a bunch of awards, and so he would show up, and my friends would say, who's this guy that, and I said, no, we're just friends. We're not even attracted to each other, mm -hmm. right? And then on the fifth year, he was at a robotics conference, and yo, he's a nerd, right, to the nth degree. Mm -hmm. um, he called me, and he said, happy Day. Who's a lucky dude? And I'm like, yo, I'm not dating anybody. He goes, you, dead silence for like 10 seconds. And then he said, would you mind waiting for me to come back from a robotics conference so we can have breakfast? And I said, sure. And something switched there. We had hmm. breakfast the next morning. I just bought a, a brand new car because my car was totaled in a hmm. in the snowstorm. Somebody hit me head on. Hmm. And he asked if he could go with me to buy the car. And I said, no, thank you. I got this. All right. And I went and got my car fully loaded, all that. He was so impressed. He said, oh, shucks. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. So when he asked, I don't mean to interrupt. So when he asked you on that date for breakfast, 
you said at that point something switched? or, or Because up until then, he was a perfect gentleman. Well, he was still a perfect gentleman, right. but he had never shown any interest okay. in me. Okay. So that was the first time I'd ever been around a man who had just never been like, oh, girl, I'd like to eat you with a biscuit. Ah! And you're just wonderful. Just, just you're just right, cute. Right, right. Oh, right. just just something about He was just always this perfect gentleman. Mm -hmm. You could almost be considered like brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just great stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And so I said, oh, is he asking me out on the date? Let me get my whole self together. <laughs> and so the next morning, he came and out and I asked him not to pick me up at my house so I met him at the car dealership so he could drop off his car for service and then we drove in my car three blocks up to the Michael's restaurant in Montgomeryville that was our very first dating spot and I don't like regular food We'll talk about it another time. Yeah, oh, I have, right, I have yeah. a taste buds that doesn't eat regular food. Okay. So I like, I make all my foods from scratch, right? So mm -hmm. anything that feels like it comes out of a can or I'm not doing yes. it. But I sat in at Michael's that day with that mediocre fare. And, oh, right. yeah. and you enjoyed every bit of it, didn't you? And he was, he had me laughing. And, and I'm going, this dude, why did I never look at him this way before? Mm -hmm. And so that was February 15th. Every day after that, he texted me, how are you doing? I'm just checking in on you. I said, ooh, oh, this, this might, dare I hope? Okay, right. <laughs> and by March 1st, he said to me, all right, I'm stop playing this game with you. I'd really like to date you. And um, before we start going out, seriously, there's some things I'd like to tell you. And so the week after we decided we were going to date, he sat me down and talked about some things that had happened in his past. Because mm -hmm. he said, I never want anyone to come to you and say, oh, did you know he did this? Mm -hmm. So that that was mm -hmm. clue one that he was totally yeah. into me, mm -hmm. right? Because he wanted to make sure that we were on steady footing. Mm -hmm. And what he told me was like, not earth shattering. I'm like, that's all you got? You lived all this time? <laughs> okay. Well, let me share a few things with you. <laughs> Just, and he and from then on we just clicked now mm -hmm. the five years we dated I said to him I don't want to get married again because I've been married I've been bought a t-shirt and we're gonna talk about that <laughs> when we get into the program itself yeah. and he said oh sure me either but he said when I said that to him his heart dropped because mm -hmm. it was like Aww. he said he knew on our first date he was going to ask me to marry him Aww. and then I go open up my mouth and say I don't let him want you right we do that a lot right right Yes. He had yes. Mm. Yes. Okay. And so he said, all he kept thinking to himself was, I have to find a way to convince her to marry me. Okay. He didn't give up. So what he did was, he was indispensable. We didn't live together, but you know, he made sure that my car always had gas in it. That if I was traveling, hey, yes. it's your brother, listen. <laughs> a cousin. He opened up every. I put that. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait, hold on. It gets better. It gets better. So he first he tells me, you know, what he th I think I might need to know. Then he takes me to his very best friend, um, who was a was someone he taught with to meet me. He said, if she likes you, you know, because men will take you around certain people yeah. to make sure mm -hmm. they like you. Do not take offense to it. They're one. They they just want some validation yeah, that who they like is somebody that maybe. And we as women can pick life. up stuff that other folks can't pick mm -hmm. up, right? That's true. So that was good. And then a week after that, he took me to meet his whole family. Now there, I was like, yo, I'm sorry, but these folks don't know me. Mm -hmm. And I am not sure if they're going to want to know, me, you know, I'm going to want to know them. Yeah. But he said, I really think it's time. And it was his, okay. fa his grandfather's 99th birthday party. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> we'll talk about it. I mean, we could talk. <laughs> <laughs> How long were dating before he... He did that? Yeah. Two weeks. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Then look, I already. So my, my husband will always tell you when a man knows that he mm -hmm. knows that he knows, yeah. he yeah. does not make excuses for mm -hmm. what he's going to do. But right. you had known him for how long? Five years. But again, we had been. 
But yes. we'd only been every two, every six months for five right. years mm-hmm. right. was when I was in touch with him, you know. Because I just wondered then how do you transition from being switching someone from friend zone to now something romantic? Like, you know, because... Hunty. Don't worry. All right. Here it comes. You know how we clicked? One evening, he walked up to me. We'd been dating and talking for a while, and he kissed me right mm, here. I love oh, forehead. forehead kiss. Oh, that's so sweet. Okay. Oh, my goodness. was a rap after. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've been missing some things. That was just amazing. <laughs> I But so he did that. Um, he, he, he listened to me when I said I didn't want anyone to meet my sons right away. Mm-hmm. My boys are incredibly protective, and I spent a good amount of time making sure that they were raised well. And their father is in their life. So this mm-hmm. is not like they, you know, they're having um, daddy issues. Mm-hmm. And so he did not meet my sons for up to six months. After that, when we first started dating, mm-hmm. and that was something we did, and he, he met the oldest one when um, he was going off to college. Okay. So you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. it's been a minute. So you said you had so much to tell us. I do. Uh, so we where we left off was when I said that he would make sure that my car always had gas. Um, yes. That he took me to meet his best friend. Um, his wifester at work, uh, you know, <laughs> to put me through the, wife. yes, the work right, wife, right, right, uh-huh. yeah. and then he took me to meet his family, um, and that was interesting, uh, mm. because I guess for them, they hadn't seen him with anyone, you know, serious for a long time, mm. uh, because he was so busy raising sons and doing his own thing, and he just didn't want to bring anybody, just anybody around his family, mm-hmm. and so um, for the next five years, we just were... Bonnie and Clyde, mm. right? He kept doing what he was doing. He, he teaches robotics, and I am an entrepreneur. And uh, for those of you who don't know me, I, I'm i a real Jamaican, right? Like, so I've got like seven. <laughs> <laughs> she got jobs. I do. Okay, she got jobs. Um, I've, I've never subscribed to working for anyone, so I've always had my own business. Mm. And, um, and then I started designing all my own clothing in 2014 because I just got sick and tired of trying to find stuff in stores, and that became a design line mm. out of nowhere mm. after just watching people, watching it. Um, and after four years of doing it, I went to uh, Gala in New York in at the end of January, and Maxwell the singer was listen, there. Listen, yes. That outfit? Yes. That? That was fair. Uh, listen. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> so I'm going to come and tell my gown that uh-huh. I designed and he just kept spinning me and another actress that was in the room walked up to me and said I just need you to understand that nobody looks like you in this room right. your coach your dress everything and if you're telling me that you designed all of this you're you need to do something about this okay. because people are going to want to right. yeah, get your yeah, stuff yeah. so um mm-hmm. I collaborated with uh the design team ply and so I'm now going to be the the face part of one of the faces of the ply design model. Nice. So I'm modeling now for them. Mm-hmm. But I'm also collaborating with Renee Bolden who makes the majority of my things mm-hmm. to design a line because people are coming to her and saying, I want what Andrea had on mm-hmm. and she keeps saying to them, Andrea made her stuff. Andrea uh-huh. designed her stuff. Mm-hmm. This is her original design. Mm-hmm. So something is coming out of that. Um, I just finished writing my book of affirmations and I have one, two, three, four other books coming. Um, but my husband has been very um, encouraging, mm-hmm. you know, through that process. Because when we first became a couple, he said, "All right, so what is it that I need to do?" And I said, "What you need to know is I'm pretty gregarious. Mm-hmm. I am a I'm a I'm a public persona because when we met, I was on the school board mm-hmm. in my township mm-hmm. at the time. Everybody, I was at Norm from Cheers, right? Everybody saw me. <laughs> <laughs> and so part of my 
selfishness quote protection of him was that I wouldn't unveil who he was to people mm. because I knew once they saw mm. him that would take away his anonymity mm. and he's a very quiet laid back man and right. sure enough 30 days before we got married I unveiled him on Facebook to no, this day that. he cannot um he, I cannot um he cannot go anywhere like people will stop him at the turnpike and say you're a mister they don't even know his name <laughs> oh, no. Or he's in the market and they'll walk up and say, I have to give you a hug. Andrea talks about you all the time. So I told him, I said, you got to always brush your teeth, brush your teeth. You are now representing the brand. And he would laugh. But let me go back to when we were dating. About three weeks into dating, um, he came to me one day and put his debit card on the counter. I said, what's this for? Hallelujah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We will come forth with offering. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Woo! All right. Tell me more. Tell me and more. I want you all to learn from my example. Listen. I said, what is this for? He said, I never want you. He said, I know you make your own money. And I know you're fine. But I never want you to be without. So take my debit card and keep it with you and use mm. it whenever you need it. Mm. I got offended and I said, What are you trying to say? Okay. See, that's that thing about mm -hmm. us. Yes, we do that. We need to stop doing that. Yes, always. Yeah. I can take care of myself. I can buy uh, my own car. I can do my own thing. I can. You see how happy I got when he said he wants your, your gas tank full. <laughs> I'm like, What? And I, I said, But I don't need it. I have my own money. And what would people think? And he said, First of all, he said, A, I don't care what people think. He said, B, this is my way. He said, protect, provide. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. I profess. Oh. Mm -hmm. He said, I profess my love for you. Mm -hmm. I am going to provide. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to protect you. So he said, you may never use this card, but it is here. Mm -hmm. I held on to that card for almost two years without using it. Mm -hmm. And he said, that was another thing that told him that... He was going to marry me. Mm -hmm. He said, because any other woman, he said, first of all, I've never offered my card to anybody. <laughs> he said, that's how much I liked you. Um, he said, but then when it took you a minute, but girl, once I got to go to And even then, I never took advantage. Took advantage right? Right. And he, that, that blew his mind. Um, mm -hmm. We, he loves museums and robots and mm. submarines. I like nature. And mm -hmm. so we would find different places to go every year and we would travel and really enjoy each other. We also did the test of taking a road trip. Mm -hmm. okay. And that road yeah. trip was nine yeah. hours long mm -hmm. one way. Mm -hmm. okay. We not only did not kill each other, we enjoyed, we, oh, we laughed wow. and talked and mm -hmm. sang. And my husband is super funny. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. and it's just like this dry sense of humor. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he would say things and I'd look at him and I'd go, well, where'd that come from? And just bust out laughing. <laughs> so, interestingly, we are like night and day when you look at us. Mm -hmm. So I'm tall and full of life and making my own designs. He is shorter than I am at the pocket protector. <laughs> um, you know, his toes were crushed. You have tape on the glasses? Take. Oh, we had to get the glasses changed because he did have to take the glasses. <laughs> oh, um, he had his clothes were clothes were clean, but they were crushed, mm -hmm. and and they looked like I I, I laughed at the, the analogy I had was dirty dishpan water. Those are the colors he would wear. <laughs> oh, it was like that khaki brown, black, gray. There were no colors in his wardrobe. Um, and I liked him so much 
that I was willing to look past. I didn't try mm-hmm. to change him. Mm-hmm. What I did was just kept being myself. Mm-hmm. And he said, one day he looks up at me and was like, I'm going out with this fabulous woman. What am I doing? So he started, and I noticed too, when he started ch- dressing differently, uh-huh. I, would, <laughs> I would go, at, sometimes he, he would say, meet me at my house. And I go over there and the clothes would be everywhere. <laughs> and what are you doing? I said, I'm going out with you and I can't figure it out. Oh. And so I could see that he was trying. Mm-hmm. So here's the other thing. You can't change them. Right. No. They will make the change for you if they, if they deem it necessary. Yeah. And you have to be patient enough yes. and secure yeah. enough in yourself to mm-hmm. let that happen. Because a lot of times you grasping and you're trying to mm-hmm. you know make everything happen. Mm-hmm. And if you would just, just do this, if I could just get you yeah. to do this, then everything would be okay. Yeah. Nope. A man that really cares about you, you won't have to go there, right? right. He'll say I like this woman enough. Let me just see what I can do. Yeah. Right? You can't change anybody but yourself. Yeah. And that is important, right? And when he realized I wasn't even trying, listen, I was like, all right, so we're going to date. But I got to be honest, by month three, I was like, why did I tell this man I wouldn't marry him if he asked me? Mm-hmm. And I didn't think he was ever going to because he's always honored what mm-hmm. I have said to him. Mm-hmm. What he did mm-hmm. in year three was he went, he called my parents. Then he sat my sons down and talked to them. I didn't learn this until the day we got married. Oh, wow. He sat down and talked to my son, and then a year later, he asked me to marry him. Mm. So he's one of those really thoughtful people that thinks through everything. And so rushing them is really not a good idea either, Mm. right? They're either going to or they're not. He's a Libra. Is he? No, he's a Capricorn. He's born on Christmas Day. Oh. So Capricorn men tend to be pretty difficult. They yeah. take them a yeah. long time to want to get married and to mm-hmm. settle down, and he was yeah. no different. Mm-hmm. And he said, had he not seen me that day, he probably would have still been single, mm-hmm. watching wow. football and eating a piece of meat, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> they, know, they know what they know what they want, mm-hmm. and when they know when they see it, there's nothing they won't do. Mm-hmm. To and when's your birthday? I'm a Capricorn too. Oh, you're both. Oh. January 4th. Yeah. January 4th. Yeah. I'm 14. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Driven, motivated. I have a, a conundrum. Mm-hmm. I have a, maybe you can you can solve this, right? Okay. So how do you explain a man who does all of those wonderful things that you talked about? The mm-hmm. one who he pursues you. He takes you to meet his family early on. Mm. He starts talking about the future. He starts talking about marriage. He starts talking about commitment. You could be dating other people. And he says, I don't want you to date other people. I just want you to date me. And then, like, years go by. And years go by. And years go by. And there's still nothing. And then finally, he tells you, I can't do it. Mm. I cannot make that leap. I'm the one who started talking about commitment and marriage and things like that. But now, I, I can't. Wait, wait, what? Yes. So this is the man saying this to you? Well, well not, not presently, no. I know. <laughs> but I'm saying, this is this something that happened before? This is something that happened to me, yes. So, yes. I have, so the honest answer to that is that he was never that into you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The honest mm-hmm. answer to that is that he was hedging his bets. Mm-hmm. And probably he met someone in the midst of telling you how much he was going to do with you mm-hmm. and couldn't reconcile that. And so he just played along until he could find his exit. Mm-hmm. Shake your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Say yes, ma'am. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and, I, and I'm only telling you this because I know I ask my husband a ton of questions. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so what happens when men do da 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 da? Mm-hmm. And he'll say, well, this is why. He said, I'm, I'm coming from a male perspective. Mm-hmm. He said, women fall in love an average of five to six times. Men, once or twice. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'm so glad that you said that. Because they'll tell you how much they love you. That. Yes. But you but know, it's something really. because I know when I was dating, you know, all that, and I would listen to other women, I would listen to girlfriends, mm-hmm. and they would give me advice. And it usually wasn't good advice. But when I listen to even like my father or mm-hmm. I would talk to other men mm-hmm. and it's like you really get the, the real deal. You get the, mm-hmm. the, the inside scoop. It's mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, I need to if I'm trying to date men and be in relationships with men, I need to get their perspective. Mm-hmm. That's you know, important. and I think that a lot of times like we don't necessarily do that. Like we just get all of our information mm-hmm. from our girlfriends but but yes yeah, so that's something we can get thank you for sharing that too like all this this information that you get from from our wonderful mister yes. i do and so i have a bunch of diva daughters now from ranging from mid-20s to late 30s and every once in a while i have a mother meeting at my house mm. and they'll pull him from the third floor lower thing he, he comes in the house he sees him you go whoop Straight up to the third floor, how does estrogen know? But they'll call him back down and they'll say, you know, this is what's going on. He's very honest. He'll say, back it up. If a man tells you he's going to call you and you don't hear from him for two, three days, and then he texts you and says something like, you know, I was busy and you don't understand my life. My husband said, there's no, no one is ever that busy. No, never. Ever that busy that they can't pick up the phone and send you a text or pick up the phone and call you and say, how are you doing today? Yeah, they just Even don't want if to. They can, right. Mm-hmm. They so, you know, these are the signs that they're just not that into you. Mm-hmm. If they only want to come over and make boo faces and kissy faces with you, but when there's something substantive, you know, like... um. I got to go get the children from the, or my car has a flat tire or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If they're not showing up for those kinds of things, they're just not that into you. Mm-hmm. I love it's, that it's, book. It's, did you see that? Did you read that I book? Did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did. You know, and he's really taught me that. He said, the other thing is men are just, are just as sensitive, if not more sensitive than women are. Mm-hmm. They were taught to hide behind all mm-hmm. this bravado and mm-hmm. suck it up like a man. Mm-hmm. He said, but if, if we feel that you are really listening to us and hear us when we're talking to you, if we feel that you have a modicum of gratitude, my husband everything my husband does for me I say thank you mm. and I mean it mm. right yes. I never take yeah. anything you ever notice that mm-hmm. I never take anything he does for me no matter how small for granted mm-hmm. so when we were dating he would get up because we work so hard I mean and I travel quite a bit mm. for my work um, and when I was home on Saturday mornings, he would get up. He started doing this thing where he'd get up and he'd make me my breakfast. So every weekend he makes my breakfast, Saturday mornings, Sunday mornings. I cook Monday through Friday um, for dinner. He makes breakfast Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings. And then we sit and we have a time where we sit and we talk to catch up on our week. Mm-hmm. That is our, our weekly ritual because mm-hmm. if you don't spend time doing that in a relationship, you'll find yourself separating from one another, mm-hmm. right? You have to constantly work at it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you're not always going to like each other. Right. Um, we've had our fair share of, woo, yeah. and I'm not talking about knockout dragouts, but disagreements where, um, like when we got married and the house looked like hell ran over it. <laughs> And it was the bachelor pal, pal, pad from, I don't even know what to call it. Mm. And I literally had to call in a three-ton dumpster to empty out the whole house. Wow. And I threw out all the beds. I threw out everything. Except that I did. Okay. So we had, and that's the other we thing, compromising and collaboration, right? Mm-hmm. So we compromised. When we looked at our situation, it was like, all right, there's no mortgage on your house. 
you know, I would have a mortgage still where I was. Yeah. Let's just pay the taxes. Mm -hmm. Our cars are paid off. Mm -hmm. You know, let's just pay the taxes and work on this structure. Mm -hmm. Had I thought about it longer, maybe, I don't know, but I didn't think about it long enough. I was just compromising with him. Mm -hmm. And it turned out to be a good thing. Our house is a beautiful structure to walk into today. Yeah, really but when uh, I first moved in, I was like, um, Jesus? <laughs> Where was this in the clause? <laughs> Is there a out clause for this? <laughs> so he he kept saying, "I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm I'm, I'm doing going, and you know, I'm throwing out things." But he wasn't throwing out it; he was just kind of moving it around. <laughs> so it was clear that he needed help. Yeah. And I called in a three-ton dumpster, and he said, "What's this for?" I said, "Everything but you." All right. He didn't talk to me for a week. Everything but For a whole okay. week. And so by the time he realized that I was not trying to make his life difficult, but make it easier. Mm -hmm. I'm like, we need to breathe better in here. Yeah. Right. We need some right. color on the walls. You know, we're not trying to invite Mickey and all his friends. Mm -hmm. right. You know? right. um, and, you know, we tore off the whole front facade of the house. We did the driveway. Like, all of that was done. Oh, wow. When we got finished doing that piece, he said to me, how many women would have actually done what you did? Mm -hmm. Versus saying, you know what? I'm not staying here. That's right. You know? Right, yeah, right. So it's all about making the men feel and really working as a team and saying what's least expensive for mm -hmm. us to do mm -hmm. and, you know, what would come out of it in the end. And I, we love our home yeah, where we beautiful. are now. Um, now, are you of the same faith? And if so, how important was that to you? Uh, we are of the same faith if you mean Christmas, Mother's Day, and Easter because that's the only time okay. he was going to church. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. And I was going to church all the time. So yes, we were off the same faith, but okay. he wasn't going to church for a okay. long time. And he said church was too, um, what was the word that he used? Plastic. Like people, you know, they were coming there to be I'm seen sure. and yeah. really not mm -hmm. about the word. Mm -hmm. And what ended up doing, ended up happening was I was going every Sunday and he decided, he says, you know, let me just go home. Mm -hmm. Again, you can't change them. Mm -hmm. right. But they, can, right. they will follow your example if that's yeah. what they want to do. Mm -hmm. His one caveat was that he couldn't stand the church where I was currently going. So he said, let's find a church okay. together. I was happy to do that. Mm -hmm. I was like, bye, such and such and such. Okay. It was nice. This is like American Express membership has its privileges. Okay. I'm out. Right. And we found a church that we both together. loved. And mm -hmm. we, yeah. Now, so you had boys, mm -hmm. you had children. Yeah, boys. And I know that your your children are a little bit older, you know, yeah, yes. than you guys met. But what was that like, the blending of the family? <laughs> so I think in the beginning, my sons are really cool. So my oldest son, and I'm not just saying that, like, they're really cool young men. I was very um, strict in raising my sons, and I said to them, you know, I don't have much, but what I do have is my name. And if I hear that you're out in the street doing something you have no business doing, every part of my Jamaican ancestry is going to rise up right. out of the water, and everybody going to feel it. Okay. So as a direct result, they graduated. Both of them graduated from 13 years of school without a suspension or a detention, because they, they just did not want to think of me showing up at that school. Mm -hmm. the, the thought that I was coming mm -hmm. was enough to make them feel like Jesus mm -hmm. and Nazareth and the Red Sea and all that. Mm -hmm. And um, the oldest one went off to college, graduated, got a really great job with Apple, and they moved him out to Texas. And <clears throat> he bought a house out there before he turned 24. Mm -hmm. So I knew I was doing a pretty decent job raising them. Um, and when they met Mr., the oldest one pulled him aside and said, the day of our wedding, I'm going to move. And the only reason why I'm leaving the state is because I know my mother is safe with me. Mm -hmm. They said, make no mistake about it. Let no one come near her. After you finish with them, I'm coming. All right. And so they shook hands and hugged, and that was that. Mm. The youngest one is getting ready to graduate in May um, from college, and he is doing marketing and public relations. And so they were really cool with him because I think um, 
they understood what it was like to have a dad in their life, and they were fine. Um, my husband's sons, however, because he hadn't been married for such a long time and had been so single, they thought he was going to be single forever. Mm. And to some of his family members, it was like, I was coming in to take him away from them. I don't mm. know where that came from. Oh. So you have to be prepared to understand that all the family members may not like you or appreciate you. Mm -hmm. And then because I was so gregarious and outgoing, there were some assumptions were made that he was taking care of me mm. and he was paying my children's college tuition. And, you know, what, what he and I have done is that we talked everything through. And he said, let me tell you something. If they knew the real deal, they'll probably faint. Because of what I said to my husband the entire time we were dating, I said, don't tell them who I am. Mm -hmm. I showed up to every family function, and I just sat there and smiled. Mm -hmm. Because what I wanted to find out was, would you like me without any degrees, mm -hmm. without knowing anything mm -hmm. about my background, mm -hmm. but just this woman that this man loved? Mm -hmm. Or did I have to come with a bunch of this, that, those, and that, mm -hmm. right. right? Because when you strip away the degrees, who are you as a person? Mm -hmm. Who are you? Mm -hmm. What are you about? What are you bringing to the table? Mm -hmm. So there were some assumptions made, some erroneous assumptions made, and um, it, it was a little tough um, in the beginning, but what my husband did was say this. We are a package deal. Okay. And if you think that this package comes with just me alone, you might want to go somewhere else, because mm -hmm. I am not giving up what I have found mm. for anybody. Mm. I appreciate it. Now, I got to tell you all this in full disclosure. My mother-in-law, best thing since life's for mm. 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 Okay. Nice. She embraced. She loved. She came over. We had family dinners on Sundays, you know, because I come from a very close-knit family. Mm -hmm. And I would say after we got married, I was like, you know, we're going to have Sunday dinners. Anybody want to come over? She took us up on the offer. Yeah. Okay. And so as a direct result, we all became pretty close. Mm -hmm. When we were celebrating a pivotal birthday for Mr., we all went to Hawaii and I invited her and his father to come, and we all did that. So she was like, she said, I? She said, you did that, and then spent 11 days with us, and it was wonderful, right? Mm -hmm. Meet people where they are. Mm -hmm. yeah. She, I call her my mother in love. I don't call her my mother in love. Mm -hmm. And I talk to her twice a week. I talk to her more than her son talked to her, really. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, all of that builds into the fabric of who we are as a couple. Now, just because you may not... Uh, the, some of the family members may not like you in the beginning does not mean that it'll always be that way, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The fact that my husband stood firmly and said, I'm sorry, this is not how this is going to go. Some of them have started to come around. Some of them embraced me from the very beginning and will be okay like that. Um, and then others may not come around for a while, and I am okay with that. Mm -hmm. We don't have to be in each other's spaces. Right, See what right, I'm saying? Right. Sometimes we work too hard trying to make people like us. Mm -hmm. Yo, right, right, if right. people show you who they are, believe them the mm -hmm. first time. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Wish them well. Do not wish them any harm. Mm -hmm. Wish them well and keep moving in your life. Right, There's way right. too much going on for you to be worried about this one person over here in the corner mm -hmm. acting a fool. It's just not worth it. Mm -hmm. Just not worth it. Mm -hmm. so. so you talked about, and we kind of touched on this a little bit, about kind of how what you were doing when you when you met him mm -hmm. and, and the lessons that you've learned from previous relationships. So when you've had to um, when you've had to kind of think back about where you came from, how do you, I guess how do you use those lessons that you've learned um, when you are in your you know current situation when things come up? So, man, and those are some hard lessons, right? Yeah. I had been in abusive relationships. 
um, verbally and physically. Mm-hmm. I had been in relationships where they would say things like, um, you know, I don't know who you think you are. You know, I, I nobody should take precedence over me. When I take you places, you better sit down and be quiet. Oh, no. Um, wow. Yeah, right? And so, and I, I never want anybody to think that I just strolled into this and arrived. Mm-hmm. I've had my fair share of dysfunction junction. Um, even though my parents had been together for over 50 years, I had to find my own way. And so, you remind me of Cookie. I, I get um, that. I just want to let you know. And so, I always had to remind myself to look for the signs, right? Mm-hmm. And you had, did you feel like you had to learn those for, because they're not the same for everybody, right? And so you felt like you had to learn what those were for you, what right. what so things would make them not compatible. When I realized that I was I was picking up broken winged birds, mm. um, I actually dated one that was a straight sociopath. Mm. And I mean straight mm. sociopath. Um, and it got ugly. By the time I figured out what he was doing, um, he was uh, was uh, talking to some woman back door on Facebook and on my computer. Oh, and when I no. found out, um, yeah. and when I found out and 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 and, and uh, confronted him with it, after I talked to the sister, she's like, "Oh yeah, I was in your car. You drive this kind of car, right? And this sits up in the visor, right? And da 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 da, da right?" Uh, when I confronted him, I said, you know, I've been watching you pull these stunts now for a few months and, you know, and my friends kept saying, something isn't right about this mm-hmm. cat, right? Mm-hmm. But my friends are, were wonderful in that they were supportive, but they knew that they know me enough to know that when it was a rap, it was a rap. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, I said, you know, you got to get out. Uh, you can't. This is nothing that I want anybody to see mm-hmm. and, and be a part of. And he raised his hand and hit me. Oh, God. Unfortunately for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, for those of you who are on my social media pages, I have lifted a 400-pound barn. Mm-hmm. So he saw a girl. Mm-hmm. What he got was Zena. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Some things have to be um, taught. And Zena, the warrior princess. Yeah. I mean, I still he's still shocked. Mm-hmm. Like, because um, he and my one son belongs to the same fraternity. And he told my son, your mother ruined my life because she won't do anything with me and people won't allow me to come in their spaces anymore. My son looked and he said, now let me see if I get this straight. <laughs> right? Um, you shouldn't have put your hands on her. Mm-hmm. But there's some dudes that will play the game and mm-hmm. tell you how wonderful things are. And, you know, babe, and I love you so mm-hmm. much. And you just need to understand. And mm-hmm. some of them are so hurt and wounded and have mm-hmm. such baggage. Mm-hmm. We aren't the only ones that carry baggage, mm-hmm. baby. Oh, and so when they carry that baggage with them, they just won't go from woman to woman to woman. And when you're seen as a conquest and not as a viable human being, mm-hmm. nothing good can come from that. Mm-hmm. I don't care what they say. Mm-hmm. Um, so... It, it, it's been a pretty interesting journey for me. Mm-hmm. And it also sort of blocked me from accepting fully what my then boyfriend had to offer because there was so to, much yeah. in. So I had to do my own work. Yeah, I, I had to constantly to. do my own work and constantly say to myself, he is not like okay. the rest of them. Right. He is not. He's showing you something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wait a minute, you had a boyfriend at the time? That no, no, no. This no, is no, 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 my then boyfriend. Oh. I'm like, girl, keep it. Wait a minute. 
But you know what? Because that stuff will beat you down. It will. It will keep you from seeing reality because they they take you to a place where it's like they get your mind. What did you call it? Gaslighting. Yes, gaslighting. They gaslight you. They just their their perspective is so skewed. They they help skew your perspective. So how did you? What did you do? To Honestly, get your mind back. so there was a whole lot of prayer, mm-hmm. a whole lot of doing my own work. So I was journaling quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And in that journaling, I was seeing where I was making the missteps of all okay. the things that I was doing wrong. Yeah. For instance, I'm, yo, I could tell you so. That's why when I listen to you all talk, I'm like, oh. Just give them the story and tell them, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So I'm going to share this story. Lord, I'm just telling all my business. Listen, if we don't, and that's the other thing, we don't openly talk about what we've gone Struggle. through and we let other people right. fall right. on their faces. And we right. let them keep doing this stuff. Right. Right. And, and we're we shaking our heads story. and we don't say anything yeah. about it. And that's, you yeah. know, and the, that we were just, that was, who was that just talking, we were just talking about what ABMRS mm-hmm. is really kind of about mm-hmm. and some of it is about failing often mm-hmm. and, right. and, and learning from that failure and not being afraid right. of that failure. And mm-hmm. so we were talking earlier this afternoon about <laughs> maybe starter marriages. Yeah. But yeah. the idea yeah. that that, you know, it doesn't, it's not on, on point, on precise every time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, it's a pattern of growth mm-hmm. and it's a pattern mm-hmm. perspective mm-hmm. and the growth in that perspective that, mm-hmm. that changes our relationships one to another and our relationship with ourselves. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And you have to start with yourself. Mm-hmm. So as I was doing the work to my, to my own wellness, cause you can't see what happens is if, if you keep getting hurt, and you don't do the work to wellness. Right. All you're doing is adding that baggage to the next person that comes mm-hmm. along. Mm-hmm. And so I literally, I didn't date anybody for a while between the last fool. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. <laughs> the last person, the last person okay. I missed her. So it had been a while. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I remember every day I was like, well, Jesus. This is Mary Magdalene at the well. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> you just, you know, because you have yeah. to remember when we allow men in our in our inner sanctum, quote unquote, mm-hmm. they deposit their spirits mm-hmm. in us. Mm-hmm. So it's not yeah. easy for us to get rid of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So we have to be very mindful about who we allow in mm-hmm. that space. Mm-hmm. It is very important, and so we find ourselves going crazy just picking up any old thing, right? right? And yeah. those crazy any old thing can see that you're picking up any old thing. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you, because we attract to us who yeah. we are and what we think yeah. unconsciously. And if you're in that space, you you kind of think you're just doing your thing. Right. right. You don't realize, you don't realize that your whole aura. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They, yeah. We are spiritual beings in yes, earthly indeed. bodies. Yeah. And so yeah. our spirit yeah. attracts different kinds of spirits. So when I tell you, all of you, that, you know, when you're talking about I can't find a guy, work on yourselves. Mm-hmm. Think, what is it that I am attracting to me? Mm-hmm. What is it that I am projecting that I don't realize that I'm projecting? Mm-hmm. And that's going to mean doing a ton of journaling, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and just being really circumspect about where am I and why am I doing this? It's hard. It's yes. hard. Yes. Yeah. Um, I had to do a ton of work. Um, and I just thought I was going to be single. But what I didn't realize that in doing my work, I was opening up the door mm-hmm. for my right mate to find me. Mm-hmm. So, Andrew, let me ask you this. So when you were doing this work, what was the most uncomfortable, challenging thing about yourself that you had to confront? Mm-hmm. That I was trying to save everybody and everything. Mm-hmm. Hey, project. Oof. 
Everybody and everything. They were, okay. it was like I was raising other sons. Yes, right. And so it was real with you, and you, 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 you realized. Once I figured that out, though, it took me about a week. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, how could, because you know, you go, so first of all, you're going to go through the process. How could you be so stupid? Mm-hmm. How could you? You weren't raised this way. Beat yourself up for a couple of hours mm-hmm. and then get over yourself mm-hmm. right. and then say, now, how am I going to make the change so that I'm not stuck in this place? Mm-hmm. Because you will find yourself in your 50s and your 60s having those same conversations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. So just so you know, I was forty seven when I got married. Again. Okay. And I didn't think I was going to. Yeah. And um so all is not lost, but it the longer you take to doing your own work to wellness, mm-hmm. the longer you, because you, somebody may come to you tomorrow and say, I'd like to marry you, mm-hmm. but he's marrying that stuff mm-hmm. that you haven't cleared away. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, <laughs> 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 um, so it's, and, and, and what I also found, my husband is the only man that I have ever been with that I could have those honest, open conversations with. Mm-hmm. When you're able to do that, then you know you're with the right person, mm-hmm. right? Because I can say things like, man, I am, look, I'm not feeling this on today, and this is why. He'll look at me and go, all right. And I post some of that stuff on Facebook because I, I really am very intentional around working with us, us, mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. to... Um, see our stuff and really make a difference around what that's going to look like for us in our future because mm-hmm. our children are watching these things and the mm-hmm. things that we put out into the universe our children then start to emanate it as adults that we don't realize again spirit spirit yeah. it's been yeah. it's th- these are some of the better days of my life though mm-hmm. because I have gotten to the place where I'm now not apologizing yes right not apologizing for being in my most authentic space mm-hmm. as long as I'm not hurting anybody mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. pious to anybody mm-hmm. treating people like a bowl of dirt mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. I remain true to myself mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and and I'm cool I'm cool mm-hmm. and be okay with where you are if I tell people all the time if you know I can tell who someone is if everything they talk about is how much money they make, how many degrees they have, oh what right, they drive right. and where they live. Right. And men don't want to hear that. What they want to hear is how can we work together mm-hmm. as a team, mm-hmm. 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 right? Right, right. Um, the ones mm-hmm. who are ready, because the, there, right, there well, are yeah. those so, but, yeah. but again, you, 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 we attract to us, mm-hmm. right? You, so true. if you're attracted, <laughs> yep, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Because when I finally got my whole self together, it took me a week, I was like, what? is wrong with you? That's quick, bro. I then yeah. sat down there because I, I don't wallow. I can't wallow. I got okay. too much to go on. I just don't have time to so Me and Jesus have a couple conversations. We pray. We do journaling. And I'm very open with being honest with myself. Because if okay. we can't be honest with ourselves when nobody yeah. else is seeing it, when you're writing it in your journal and nobody else will see it, if you can't be honest there, then you've got a really big problem. Because nobody else is seeing it. And then I sat down and I said, all right, Lord, what I'm looking for? And because I had gone over to the Caucasoid side, mm. uh, okay. I said, okay. you got to be a T'Challa. That's all. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, it works out for some people. Now, was there a difference with that relationship? Yeah, I'm curious. Oh, I'm very oh, curious yeah. about that. <laughs> I guess the answer is yes. We think, oh, so let me give you an idea. Okay. So we're going down the highway one day, and I'm to the, 
And and me and the boys said, what you doing? Nothing chilling at the Holiday Inn. Who you with me and some people and just four of my friends? We turned to him and said, what you doing? He said, nothing chilling at the Holiday Inn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Just, just ruined the whole thing. How, how did you meet him? Girl, we don't have enough air time. Okay. Right. So you, I'm going to have to come back okay. and talk about okay. that. Okay. Um, but it was the wanting to feel loved and special okay. Okay. and just really struggling. And in fact, after he and I got divorced, I, um, I saw him six months before I married Mr. Hmm. All them years later. Okay. And I stopped him and I talked to him. And I said, whatever I did that left you feeling uncomfortable or left you feeling... Um, unresolved, I apologize. Mm. Because what I did was I cleared the air to walk into my marriage mm. without yeah. having anything. He ended up hugging head. me. Yeah. Yeah. He said, thank you. He said, because I always felt uncomfortable mm. knowing that um, I was not the best mate for you and that it didn't work out. Oh. So, you know, we have to learn how to have those conversations and not have the conversation so you can say, well, let me tell you about yourself. Mm -hmm. Say, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. I am going to acknowledge that this didn't work for us. And I will acknowledge that there may be have been some things that I didn't do right. right. But please let me apologize. Okay. Sometimes we're always looking for somebody to tell you how oh, they did you wrong mm -hmm. so you can feel better about yourself. Mm -hmm. Right? Diffuse the situation by talking about where you played the mm -hmm. role because you can't talk for anybody else right. but yourself. Mm -hmm. It's it's a it's a journey. It it's an incredible journey and one that um, requires a lot of looking at yourself. So let me tell you one of them horror stories. As I was listening to all of you all, and I was like, for the love of God, <laughs> I was going to church a lot when I was younger with small children, and I'd gone to this particular church in some place in Philly that was will not be mentioned because I'm telling you, everybody knows this church. Mm -hmm. And there was a woman's mm -hmm. breakfast, and at the end of the breakfast, there was this dude who was the armor bearer for the pastor. Mm -hmm. And he comes running over, and he says, oh, my God, I really like you. Can I get your phone number? And I was like, no, well, thank you for playing. Mm -hmm. And my girlfriend, who was with me at the time, started laughing. And so she, he said to her, what church do y'all go to? And she told him. And when I got to church that Sunday, the pastor said, such and such and such has been calling the phone, the church phone, looking for you and saying that he wants to talk to you. Such and such person's armor bearer. I said, well, I'm not interested, so I don't, you know, won't talk to him. Two weeks later, he shows up in the middle of church and gets down on his knees in the aisle and says, you've got to give me your phone number. And the pastor says, son, get up off your feet. I don't know who you are, but we're having church service. Absolutely. Right. What is wrong with you? So... As gentlemanly as he was, I kept something in my... You have that gut? Yes. I keep telling y'all, don't ignore yeah, that gut. Yeah, right, right. I don't care yeah. how... And I mean tall, fine, right. handsome, chocolate, to Charlie times 10. Mm. Just a youth, right? And all and, the bear. And all the bear for the pastor. was carrying the pastor's Bible, his water, his handkerchief, and his sweat. If he asked him. <laughs> <clears throat> and so I said, all right, look, I'll talk to you. But in the middle of talking to him, Thank God. I kept saying, what is wrong? Something isn't right about this dude. He was doing everything right. Taking me out, being the perfect gentleman, all of this stuff, right? Something said, girl, hold on to the almond cookies. Just hold on. Okay. <laughs> Six months of this, back and forth, the one night, um, the pastor, well-known pastor, calls me and he says, um, is this Andrea? I said, yes. He says, well, I am here for marriage counseling for such and such and such and such. I said, what? And he said, well, 
I'm calling you because he told the woman that he's supposed to marry on in four or five days this Saturday in Jamaica, no less, that he was in love with you and that he would not he didn't want to if, if you what? would stay with him, he wouldn't marry her. And she said to him, as long as she says that she won't that as long as I say that I will not be in his life, she'd still like to marry him. What? So they put right, wow. right, all wow. this drama, right? See? And mm -hmm. um, the pastor said, well, I was calling you because she wants to talk to you. I said, fine, I'll talk to her. Thank God I kept my arm on cookies, my arm on joy to myself. And, um, and then he said, I, mean, I really think you should come stop the wedding. I said, no, pastor, what? you should stop the wedding. If you right. think there's something yeah, wrong with no. it, you should stop the wedding. So the woman called me. She and I had a great conversation. I said, I'm very sorry. I had no idea you existed. One knows, you know, you did that. No, right. None of that. Mm -hmm. I said, I apologize profusely. I had no idea he was the perfect gentleman. She says, he can be that way. And so I'd like to still marry him. Wow. And she was in Jamaica. She was not in the country. No, they were in the country. They were going to have their They're honeymoon in Jamaica. Jamaica. Oh, okay. And so they went and got married. <gasps> he called me from his honeymoon. Oh, I answered the phone oh, because man. I have family members that right. live in Jamaica. Right. And, you and all that he said, I, I really miss you. I can't believe I did that. I, what in the world? Wow. I haven't seen yeah. him since then. So I tell you that story to say our gut will tell us when something doesn't feel yes. right. Mm -hmm. You know, there isn't enough bull loving. There isn't enough, you know, I want to be up in your face. That when our gut speaks, that we ignore it. We just should not ignore it. Yeah, it's hard because you you get to a point where you. I feel like for myself, I've had to get to a point where I'm really okay mm -hmm. with being alone because there was some of that gut instinct with my previous relationships that didn't mm -hmm. work out, and I did ignore it. You know, I fully admit that I ignored certain things, mm -hmm. um, but. Again, for a lot of women out there, it's like you. Something you is better than want. nothing. Yeah, yeah, you can just yeah, want, right. you know. But except, but except, we yeah, just you want to give just, people a chance. You want to help somebody. Yeah, you want to yeah. yeah. be. But nice. except, you just keep adding baggage on top of baggage on top yeah. of baggage, so that by the time your your mate, your righteous mate comes along, mm. he can't wade through. All the damage that is there. Mm -hmm. Or you're that just too tired and you're just too <laughs> sick of it. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Which is why I say, I talk about doing your work. So it's not a bad thing to not date for a while. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just not. Amen. Right? Yeah, well, it's just yeah, not a bad sure. thing. I guess it's to not get a bad your thing. whole self together. <laughs> it's, it's not. not a bad thing. It's not. There's nothing wrong with you if you're get not dating. And clear out your chi and your aura so that when you decide to date again, you're in a better space versus, all right, this one didn't work out of me. Go find that one. That mm -hmm. one didn't work. Let me go find that one. Mm -hmm. Just doesn't. What's doesn't that work. we talked about? What's that advice? The best way to get over someone? Yes, to get under somebody. And it just wasn't like I talked about that in one of the earlier episodes. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, it just did not feel right. Mm -hmm. And it still doesn't feel right to be honest. Like mm -hmm. I just. I'm tired. So how much of you just so you're tired, but are you doing your work to wellness? Or are you just um, sitting there thinking about all the craziness that has happened to you? Because listen, I'm doing can, a little bit of both. I'm doing yeah. a little bit of both. Okay. I I am in therapy. I, mm -hmm. I see my therapist regularly. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I don't journal, but I, I know I should. Mm -hmm. um, I pray often. Mm -hmm. And I... Um, you know, I take care of myself and my child and I, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. live my life. And I've, I've realized that this is just going to be a quiet time in my life um, where I 
focus on other things. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's, you know, more difficult than others to um, not make the phone call mm -hmm. or the, send the texts, like, mm -hmm. hey, how you doing? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What you up to? Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you up? But, you know, yeah, I, I realize it's, it's, it's going to be a quiet time, and it's mm -hmm. been a quiet year. Mm -hmm. Um and it's going to probably be another, the rest of this year probably going to be real quiet, too, as I get, mm -hmm. as I work on other things, you know. Are you okay with that? You don't, I don't, you don't seem really okay with yeah. that. Like I said, I, I, I go back and forth because there are times when I do miss certain aspects of being in a relationship. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but intellectually, I am, I am okay with it. There's just, you know, the, the hormonal okay. <laughs> aspect to it where it's like, hey, uh -huh. it is what it is. But it's like, it is what it is. Um, I've gotten to the point where I am thankfully matured enough, just enough to realize, you know, you don't always need to be out there like that mm -hmm. at all times, you know. So in my book of affirmations on page uh, 18, 16, 18, whatever, I wrote this, know your value. Mm -hmm. Woman, know your value and walk firmly in it. When you're all over the place, it speaks of your uncertainty about who you are and what you bring. Men are not as clueless as they would have us believe because they know without a doubt the women who are worth their time and the ones they can toy with. Learn to say no and mean it. Learn to hold fast to your principles. Learn to be okay with walking away. Learn not to settle for crumbs of time. Mm. Learn that loving yourself first is the best gift of all. I'm looking mm. for my car. I'm looking I need to buy that book <laughs> right now. Yeah, so can you, can you tell us a little bit more about this beautiful book that you just read, these Pearl's Wisdom oh, yeah. from, please. We have these so, beautiful pearls on on the front. And I'm so sorry. Yeah. We should have gotten that alive. Yeah. Like, maybe should we go yeah. live again so she can no, show you? Yeah. So listen, yeah. so the, the real deal is these affirmations were written to myself. Mm. And as I was affirming myself, I would put some affirmations on Facebook. And it just mm -hmm. drew these. Folks would just, what? Mm -hmm. And so I would meet folks in the street and they'd say, can you do a book, please? Because we get tired of going back through your page trying to find, <laughs> you know, what you had written there. And so I began waking up at 3 o'clock every morning. And every time mm -hmm. I get an affirmation, I would write it down. Mm -hmm. And so that's how this book came about. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a lot in here that talks about, because, you know, this is where I was, right? The energy that we emit into the universe. Mm -hmm. um, um, you know, a man who cares about you beyond his ego will always make you a priority. Always. Mm -hmm. Not a few times, not sometimes, all the time. Mm -hmm. Right? It may vary in degrees depending on what is going on, but you will know you are special and loved. You won't have to hunt him down. Mm. He won't smother you. He won't blame his shortcomings on you. Mm. You will literally be his world in ways big and small, even if he doesn't say it all the time. His actions will show yes. it. Mm. Let the player move on so you can attract that which is truly meant for you. Peace cannot thrive in confusion. So, you know, these are the things, um, you know, that we talk about all the time. Mm -hmm. But maybe just hearing the words or seeing the words mm -hmm. consistently will help us. And I would literally talk to myself, girl, no, mm-mm, <laughs> tell that foo-foo to go somewhere else. And they would say, I'm so sorry. How many times are you going to say sorry? Mm -hmm. Got a bag full of sorries. Okay. Right? And mm -hmm. I can't eat them. And you can't wear them. <laughs> <laughs> The, and the so, won't take after, right, can't prevail, right. No. so after you've heard the third sorry, the 50th sorry in a different way, because they have different versions of the sorry, right? You know, I have friends that, you know, are with men that are dating five, six people at one time. Mm -hmm. And those men, those women, they know them all. 
But because y'all are so quiet, mm. I can't let nobody know because I'm so embarrassed. Mm. He still gets to play mm. like yeah. Adam Ant. Yeah. Yeah. Right? From hole to hole to hole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's wow. a, this, that silence in, in cause I'm thinking of, of relationships, but that silence in all of, silence in all of our relationships, mm-hmm. it could be that silence at work, it could be that silence... Um, Amen, just, sister. Amen. You know, people take advantage of that silence. Mm-hmm. And when you're silent, it's just like, okay, I can continue to dominate her. I can t- continue to subjugate her mm-hmm. because she has not spoken about the violence that I am perpetrating upon her. Mm-hmm. So once others understand that they're that this person that they are seeing in real life is actually this beast, then there's this there's this space where it's just like okay i'm I'm willing i'm willing to to engage this person for who he really is Mm -hmm. who he really is with this person and who he really is behind the closed doors yeah that's that's that says something about who he actually is and not only that they know when we are not kind to each other as women Mm -hmm. so they pit us against one another Mm -hmm. and so part of our healing has to come from acknowledging our sisters in our spaces Mm -hmm. You know, they may look differently from you. They may behave differently from you. But love each other to wellness. Right. It's yes. important because if we were doing that with each other more often, these suckers, these jab turkeys that are out here, <laughs> would never be able to get as close as they get. Yeah, and this is why this space yeah. is so important for us. Absolutely. Yeah, because this is what we've established, and this is what we want to perpetuate mm-hmm. with the people that are listening to us and engage with mm-hmm. us. You know, this is exactly must, what we're trying to do. You must expose everything mm-hmm. that's done in the dark mm-hmm. must come to light. Right. And don't do it in a vengeful manner. I'm not telling you to go pour sugar in nobody's tank. No. What I am saying is own your truth and yes. say, I am sorry. So yes. you do realize that just like we talk, they talk. Mm. Right? Oh, that's right. That's right. And that's you true. will develop a reputation. Mm. <laughs> I bust the windows out your car. Yeah. That chick over there, I mean, she's cute and everything, but she has, she'll call Ellen and I on you. Yes. So be careful. <laughs> <laughs> he would be in. Yeah, you need to put the word out because y'all but criminals. <laughs> <laughs> you see Ralph you need to see justice. <laughs> when you see him, you need to know <laughs> that any, any darkness I got going on here, oh it's yeah, my nigga gonna come for that. So she gonna turn so the light on and the roaches gonna scatter. If okay. you all don't I'm journaling. I'm gonna need you to start journaling. There's some stuff coming out in this. Listen, honey, I just need you to know. Yeah, Jenkins, the Queen of Aloysius. this we felt like you could take us or leave us that you cared about us 
but you didn't, you didn't, you weren't like, <laughs> right, 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 you were right. doing your own thing. Mm -hmm. And for them, that is pretty attractive. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. For them, to it's. To the right man. Right, to the yeah. right, right. Well, yeah. David, but if he's not the right man, then but he yeah. get the right. Yeah. Yeah. So it don't matter, yeah, right? Let him go about his business. Mm -hmm. But you, if you love them and, and they feel like you're not like sucking on to them, right. where's this thing going? Right. Mm -hmm. Do, and my husband said, I never asked him that question, not once in five years. I said, I was too busy having a good old time. Why I can't where it was going? <laughs> you know, he said that that to him, he felt like, oh my God, she could take me or leave me. Let me get myself together. Mm -hmm. Right? So that's that's the difference between. Yeah. Like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, I think, also the secret sauce to that mm -hmm. is truly being able to say that you are internally in your heart of hearts like yeah you love that person you want to be with yeah. them but you are okay I am. and, I and you're happy yeah. and I think that's what it, they it can't just them. be for you know oh I, you can't just on a superficial level be like I can mm -hmm. take you or leave you because they can sense it mm -hmm. your, yes. what, your, what comes out of your mouth will not match what your actions are saying mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you gotta be really careful man. Mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting because after a while you just feel like at a certain age you kind of feel compelled to ask that question mm -hmm. after you've been dating for maybe a year six months mm -hmm. whatever and say, well, where, where is this going? Mm -hmm. But to be securing yourself and just say, I'm just going to enjoy the journey and I'm just mm -hmm. going to not ask that question. That's like, that's that's big. It is big. Yeah, it is big. I mean, it I think is. I would, like, you know, in, in certain situations, it, it might not be meant to go anywhere mm -hmm. other yeah. than what it is. Yeah. And you have to make that decision about uh -huh. whether or not I want to continue right. in this or I want to right. move on right. to something right. else. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, it's like, the, you mm -hmm. know, if you, you shouldn't have to ask that question. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you feel the need yeah. to ask, that's a... Good yeah, that's the first time I heard you say that, it was like a veil lifted off of my eyes. You've heard me say this before? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. As far as, mm -hmm. you know, just don't ask. Yeah. Enjoy mm -hmm. the ride. Because mm -hmm. I heard and you say that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, mm -hmm. and I got it because I heard Andrea say it. Mm -hmm. And we were, I don't know where we were, but you said it. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And just enjoy being... In the moment, mm -hmm. and it, when the next moment begins, mm -hmm. if that person is with you, great. If not, you enjoyed your t time together, mm -hmm. and that has lifted a elephant off of my back. Because mm -hmm. if they don't want you, and you act like you're just in the moment, and they're mm -hmm. like, "Oh my God, I can't get her to do whatever I wanted to do," they're gonna walk away. Mm -hmm. yeah. If they want you, mm -hmm. and it's like, "Oh my God, she's not sweating." Let me see how I can get this woman to marry me. Mm -hmm. You know, your energy gives to them what they can and can't do. Because they follow, they follow. They, they. My husband said men like to be hunters and gatherers. Mm -hmm. But literally, yeah. they they watch us to see what we're going to mm -hmm. do and say, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. and, and he always would say, don't listen to what anybody tells you. Because anybody can tell you they love you. Mm -hmm. But not everybody can show you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so their actions must, must, must be aligned with... The words that are coming out of their mouth. Some mm -hmm. some jokers love to talk, right? Mm -hmm. But let's just face it. Some women aren't ready either. Right. Yeah, you're better like you all are not. You want me to marry what? You want me to marry you? Well, let me tell you something. Somebody puts a full tank of gas in my car. We get married. We get married. Always said love is a verb. He said it all the time. Love is a verb. You have to remember that. Well, Mavens, we are coming to the end of our time this Sunday evening, and we we actually. I think we should we should take a, a little bit of time though. We have peppered you with questions Ooh, this evening, Andrea. Yes. <laughs> Do you have questions for us? <laughs> <laughs> questions, not comments. Ready. Not ready. So my my comment to all of you after listening to you is 
go back and do your own inner work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, these jokers are going to keep coming your way because your spirit is emitting something that attracts a certain kind of man. Mm -hmm. So go back and do your inner work. And that's okay. Nobody don't need to know all of what your inner work is. We are, you don't get to this age without having stuff, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. come at you. Um, and we all have a bunch of stories. But do your inner work and be okay and content just where you are. Mm -hmm. Because he, he will find you. Mm -hmm. I'm and living testament that he will find you. Mm -hmm. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. The ABMRS podcast is recorded at Sanctify Studios, produced by the talented David P. Stevens, and edited by the incredible Charles Washington. Follow us on Facebook at ABMRS podcast, Instagram and Twitter at ABMRS underscore podcast. If you're old school, we're here for you too. Email us at ABMRSMavens at allbutmrs.com. Until next time. <laughs>